Previously on the Black Mom Diaries, we visited with mompreneur Candace Poindexter. On today's episode, we're going to hear how this story continues. Up next on the Black Mom Diaries. Yeah, you uh, you let your supervisor know real quick that when I said, <laughs> my kids come first, I meant it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when I said that, yep. That was it. I was like, oh, she didn't think I was serious. Okay, let me show her like emergency room. Like they're taking her in the ambulance. They couldn't wait on me at the school. My oxygen was low. And, you know, we had all had all these problems before. The doctor was like, hey, you know, it was a bad decision to move to Texas. This is one of Austin is one of the worst places for allergies. Why would you do that to your child? And I'm like, what the Lord told me. And, you know, everybody ain't with this whole Lord thing. And it's like yeah, well, you should reconsider going back to Memphis because this ain't going to work for her. And so anyway, I, I ended up putting my wow. two-week notice wow. in. I was scared as I don't know what. But I knew the Lord had a plan for me. I knew that I had a plan for myself. And I started doing it full-time. I had already had my logo. I already mm-hmm. had my name. You know, I'd already been operating on a side business. Um, and because people knew that, um, I, I don't know what happened. It, I go, all I could say is that it was truly the Lord. Business started picking up. People started coming. There was word of mouth. Um, hey, I had your cupcakes at a party. Hey, I had your cake at a party. And business was picking up. I'm like, wait, I'm making real money. And when I got to the point where I pulled in more than I was making with the state of Texas, Boy. I was like, wait, I'm making some change. That's when that wow. fan started blowing and your hair started blowing <laughs> in the wind and you see it. That's what happened. When you- <laughs> yes. I love it. Yeah. That is exactly what happened. So I started building, I started building my brand. I started, um, initially I was marketing I was doing a lot of advertising I was you know trying to get get um to the point where I was letting people know hey I'm here um but my work really spoke for itself and so Mm -hmm. um I set a couple of goals I'm like okay Lord you know I want to make ten thousand dollars a month he's like oh so you want to do ten thousand a month work you know like what you trying to do and I'm like Lord what you trying to do and so I began to build that and my kids started, um, they were already doing like earrings, jewelry and things like that. My son, um, his first business um, was actually brownies. And the, the reason why they got into it was because they were seeing me a lot happier. Um, and my oldest daughter actually told me that she was like, mom, I'm glad I'm glad they fired you because she always said they fired me. She's like, mom, I'm glad they fired you. And I'm like, why? She said, because you seem happy. And I'm like, mm. I seem happy. Yeah, I, I quit that job. I put in the two weeks notice. I actually didn't get fired. So if I ever needed to go back, I know I could go back to the state of Texas. But um, I quit that job. Back. I lost weight. Oh, Doesn't no. Sound like no it. You know, I want to keep those options open just in case. Mm. <laughs> um, because that didn't happen like that at Memphis City Schools. I actually did get fired from Memphis City School. I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. I restraining orders fired, you know, all of those things that happened. So I could not go back on the premises even if I wanted to. Um I love, so I do I do love that you're really that your conversation <laughs> is really real. Like yes. Moms do get restraining orders on us. Right. And I roll up one. If you, you know, if you, you know, messing with something that you ain't got to, you know. <laughs> it was crazy. Look, it was crazy. I'll just give you a short Mom. snippet. <laughs> short snippet of that whole situation. I was at Memphis School and the Lord told me to leave. And I'm like, leave. I got kids to take care of. I'm not dropping. I'm not, I'm not leaving this job. I can't do it, Lord. The Lord would tell me that. I'm hearing things. I don't want to be, you know, one of these lazy moms, you know, all of that stuff. And the Lord was like, oh, you're not going to leave? Okay. The old principal left. New principal came in. Oh, my goodness. When I say the devil wears Prada for real, she came in like a raging storm. And she saw somebody pray for me. Um, and she saw me pray for somebody in the uh, cafeteria. We were in the cafeteria and this lady came to me, one of the teachers. And she said, hi, Miss Poindexter. She said, 
I know you don't know me like that, but the Lord told me I've been having some issues with my arm. I think I'm suffering a stroke, but the doctors can't find anything. She said, the Lord told me to come to you and allow you to lay hands on me. And I was like, who? <laughs> you want me to lay hands on you? And so I laid hands on her and she didn't have another problem with her hands, with her arms, with her sides, with any kind of stroke symptoms or anything. And the principal saw me and she called me into the office. And when I say in the same moment that I prayed and laid hands on someone was the same moment that I almost threw a chair and tried to hit this lady and bust her in the head. And so I was like, oh, because she was lying on me. You know, I, I, you created, I, like, a, lying. You, you, you committed a felony, Candace. Oh, yeah. You I was trying to you hit can't, her. No, no, no. You can't go against when you get a word from God or your intuition comes oh. to you. You better, you either going to do it the easy way or you're going to do it the hard way. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, so, she said, I mean, no, I'm not going to listen. Bump everything else. When it told you, oh, you yeah. it would, and it's really hard for us to do that sometimes. Especially being new. Yes. And then that's when that faith comes in. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, yeah. You don't know what's on the other side of faith most of the time. Yes. You, you want to have And that's why it. I didn't have. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. you want to have it. I've been in so many in, in, in um places, but I've learned now. If I've been told to do something, I need to do it. It's, I'm not gonna even. I ain't got no nothing to do it. with how you feel. Yes, or anybody else, because it was like if you're not gonna leave, Candace, we gonna get you out the door. I'm gonna push Ooh. you out, and I'm gonna make I mean, sure you can't come back. Yeah, I'm gonna make, wow. that's, right. that's right. Yeah. That and that's awesome. exactly what happened. So when I was getting that feeling at the state, you know, I didn't leave. It only took, it took, the Lord knew what it would take. It took my child being rushed to the hospital. I was like, oh, you ain't gonna let me leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let me go on, yeah. on and do, you know, so those type of things, I listen a lot quicker now because I don't like things like that to happen. Like I could mm -hmm. never go back on the the premises and my kids, my kids were going to Memphis city schools and I couldn't go on the premises. So I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, let me not let that happen again. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, fast forward. Yeah. We, we're going back to, to the whole job thing. So, um, they saw me a lot happier. They saw us doing a lot more as a family. They saw me stress-free, you mm -hmm. know, and I had the time to do meal prep. I had the time to spend with them like we used to in Memphis because, of course, I was working for the school. So I was out by 2.15. By the time they got out of school, or I would go pick my mm -hmm. son up from daycare and, you know, all of that. Or if my dad was watching him, however um, it went, I had time for them. This job was different, and I came home very angry every day because mm -hmm. there were no policies put in place. I was making up policies. They were putting my policies in place, but they weren't mm -hmm. paying me for the policy. You know, you know how those jobs go. Wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so my daughter started their uh, business first, their jewelry business. Um, the Lord had given me the name, My Sister's Jewelry, and I actually thought it was my business. Um, he gave it to me in Dallas, that name. And one of my friends had came down to visit and she wrote it down. She said, oh, that's a business name. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I thought it was for me. But when they start asking about the jury and they start asking about, I allowed them to, they started that business. That was their um, first business. And my son, he did uh, brownies first. Mm -hmm. He started selling brownies because he wanted to have money to purchase games on the Xbox. And so he had to make his money, like nothing is given. You can't just have, that's, you know, $12 every time you want to turn around and purchase a game. That's a lot right, of money. So right. he started selling brownies and then he went to his uh, lemonade business, which is what he does now. So, but, but what's that process? Because I, I, I want to hear your answer. I get asked this a lot when people say, you know, you, you want your kids to start businesses at what age? And, and you know, what's that process for you? Um, it's for them to come to you for for a business deciding that business you know what's your process what's your process I, I think the kids actually saw the money first they were already doing we already did a lot of arts and crafts things anyway we did paintings we did um you know making jewelry we did brownies of course because I was already doing that business but um those are things that they already helped me with and so that's how we expounded and made it um, a business like I said my son was only in it to purchase games from the mm -hmm, Xbox mm -hmm. um, my girls were in it because they knew that oh if we made the money we could travel more 
oh, we could go have a little uh, vacation in the cabins or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. We could travel. That oh, was yeah, their main that. concern. It was it was no other reason why they wanted to start. But when they saw that, that oh, we could save money and we could buy something big. It was always um, they had to work for. And so when they saw. Oh, yeah. Freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They exact. That's exactly what they wanted. They love my mom. And anytime they could go meet, you know, we could get her to meet us halfway in Dallas. And they were able to pay for, you know, one of their meals on the way or something like that. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I got the gas. Who has this? They were down oh, for it. So I'm like, awesome. oh, that's incredible. Yeah, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> I like I light up when my kids buy stuff buy stuff for their, you know, their siblings because uh-huh. that lets me that lets me know that it's that you're not just in that self-centered kind of space. Mm-hmm. It can be good for some things, but if you're sitting there eating a bag of chips and you got $8 left and you know they don't have anything, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why why don't you have three bags of chips in your hand to um, mm-hmm. to give something to your to brother share. or your or, yeah. you know, or your sister? So that's awesome they pitch in for things like that. Patricia mm-hmm. and I kids, we they like they like hotel rooms. And, uh, <laughs> and man, I need to get my kids. I need to get my kids into the business. So, oh yeah. And that, I think yeah. my kids are so creative. And I think a lot of times some parents, for whatever reason, you know, it could be that just, I don't have the time or I wouldn't even know what that would look like. Um, or that's just a silly idea. That's cute. You know, that, that's my kids question. have that's such question. great ideas. Mm-hmm. They do. And they, you know, like I said, my kids watch me a lot. I don't know if it's because we're here by ourselves or what the case, you know, may be, but for my son's birthday, um, uh, two years ago, he was like, mom, I want to have, you know, my LLC. I want to have my business registered. And I was like, you want to do what for your birthday? He said, yes, that's what I want for my birthday. I want my name, business name registered. I'm like, Lord, where did I even get this stuff from? So we went to the courthouse. up and down. You think I did? (laughs) (laughs) We went to the courthouse and we registered all of their names. And so I was telling my sister about it um, when we were on the way. I talked to my sister every, every day every day uh-huh. <laughs> and so um she's like oh what are y'all doing I said guess what this boy asked for and so I told and she was like oh how much does it cost I'm like it's only $25 they can go up under my LLC which is you know always already paid for they can mm-hmm. go up under my she said oh let me pay for it and so she sent the money to pay for their LLC mm-hmm. and those things and so sometimes telling telling people that's the biggest help um for us because they're like oh we want to do this we want to get yeah the support of it all because my sister does believe in me and she has started a plan to um to leave her job also she's getting ready um in the next couple of years to leave her job so that she can be an entrepreneur my brother already did it this year I helped him um build his business and so he quit his job um a month and a half ago uh, you are just inspiring people all over the place I was trying to get everybody to move to Texas. I'm like, come on, let's build the whole community. (laughs) Me too. Let's build this community and let's live all together. I miss my nephews and all of that, but he did. He just he just quit his job about a month and a half ago. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So now you're yeah. you. So when you say that y'all y'all's goal is to be a family of entrepreneurs, so when I when I read that, um, I was thinking it was you and your kids. So is it bigger than that? Is it you, your, your oh kids, my goodness, your brother, your sister, and your nieces and nephews? So my brother and my sister have um started the process my brother has actually already quit his job like i said and then my sister's on her way my niece started doing nails uh i helped her with that i have cousins on both my mom and my dad's side who i've helped build their businesses i mean t-shirts food trucks um i have a food truck that i have on my mother and my father's side they're both cousins um they started their food truck so yeah um it's a little bigger than me and my kids um, but because they see me doing it and they think, oh, okay, if she's doing it with it, we can definitely do this. You know, we can definitely, anytime they get any extra 
money or whatever. They're like, oh, how can I get this registered? How do I go about this? And of course, you know, initially I only knew about how I could do my type of business, but helping my brother, I learned how to do authorizations for trucking companies. I learned, you know, so many other things. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. Okay. So, I can do this. Wait, you, you, you know, wait, go ahead. Wait. I, I have a thought, but go ahead, Latanya. Go ahead. What? you just said is something I had an issue with last year and that issue was I was so busy helping everybody else that I that I hadn't helped myself first but what you did was that you helped yourself first so that you could bring up those around you I just went through a mom crush right now just right now <laughs> you just proved that like that's been my lesson for the last year like I have a heart to help everybody she does but I didn't help myself first so how can oh, yeah. how how are you able to stand in your creativeness this message just came to me this thing how are you able to stand in your creativeness and spread the branches out Oh, baby, look, this piece of mine, I value greatly. I won't ask a phone for your tail. <laughs> look, I'm giving you what you need to have. If you can't go and do it, I'm not going to do it for you. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't carry you. I can give you the pieces to walk, but I won't carry you. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things. You, you know, I helped in a lot of situations, but what I won't do is carry you because I got kids of my own and we have goals of our own that mm -hmm. we're trying to get to. So yeah, if they have a question, look, call me on Saturdays in the <laughs> evening time, call Tuesdays. I got you, you know, I can do this, but I won't carry you. I won't do it for you. And I ain't babysitting no, you know, grown people. And so our peace is the biggest thing. No, we won't. No, uh -uh. <laughs> nope. I would ask you, would you marry me? But it wouldn't work. Uh, I'm already married, and uh, <laughs> that is that is awesome. I'm telling yeah, you, that awesome. is one of those. And you had to have a, a certain focus with it too. Yeah, know? and it, it initially, I think it was out of whack because you do want to help. With my family, though, they're the type that. There's this saying, and I don't know if y'all know it or not, but, you know, it's that, oh, you know, folks don't believe that me greasy. So they see me with before. the ambition. <laughs> We're showing our age now. But, you know, you can see people with the ambition and all of that, but when you feel like they've made it, even if they hadn't gotten to where they want to get to, if you feel like they've made it enough to help you, it's like, oh, okay, let me jump on this bandwagon. Like she's doing re really well. She don't work a real job. You know, that's what they, that's what people will say. They're going to talk about you until yeah. you do yeah. it. Right. And then they're asking you questions. And so it's like, oh yeah, now y'all believe that me greasy. So now yeah. they're coming to, you know, now, because of course receipts. I was called crazy. Call oh yeah. That's what they right. call it today. We want receipts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they want the receipts. <laughs> well, yeah. so what I was going to say is, and you know, this may or may not be um, something that you do in the future. I mean, you're already doing it, but you Produce. sounds like yeah. you have the ability to um, either mentor or teach. So, I mean, if yes. teaching you, you have created your own business. You've helped your children. You have this skill set. You went back and helped your brother. You helped your sister. Um, and also you have this ability to really encourage and lift people up. And I think that, um, to teach someone, you not only have to have the real world experience, um, the know-how, uh, but you also need to be able to lift those people up and really encourage them. But at the same time, be able to put your foot down and say, look, I've given you everything you need. Now go do it. I'm right. not going to carry you. Right. You go do it. Right. You have to have now the flame. Yeah. Now you get it. And then the flame to make a move. Like yeah. it has to, you have to work into that. That's yes. Now you're getting into my nonprofit organization that I have coming up. Uh -oh. okay. okay. All right. So you wait, wait, we getting there. Yeah. So uh, being a being a mompreneur, you know, having your own businesses and having helped your children 
uh, create their own businesses. What would you say is the most challenging part of that? And then of course, on a more positive note, what would you say is the most rewarding? Oh, wow. I think it's the same answer for both of them. And I'm gonna tell you why. Um, the most challenging part is consistency. The most rewarding part is consistency. Like if I'm not consistent, you know, that is challenging for me because um, at a job, they give me my task, you know, at a job, mm. they tell me what to do um, on my own as my own entrepreneur. I have to stay focused on my own. There's a discipline. There's a consistency that I have to maintain. Um, the rewarding part is the discipline and the consistency. And that's in my personal life, my business life, and, you know, managing my kids' businesses also because um, it's easy to fall off and be inconsistent. And that can be very, very challenging. But it's also once you get back on it and you are consistent and you are disciplined, it is very rewarding because your revenue goes up. <laughs> You're a lot happier because it is flowing like you want it to flow. Um, things are happening that you want to happen. So consistency would be the negative and the positive, the positive for that. I love that you um, answered like that. And I love that you said consistent, <laughs> consistency is the biggest challenge, but also the most rewarding. I remember, um, you know, when I, well, not when I first started, but I guess in um, part of my uh, self-growth uh, journey, I listened to a lot of um, positive speakers. And one of the people that I used to love listening to was Jim Rohn. I mean, he just, mm -hmm. there was just nobody like him. But anyway, he used to say something that stuck with me. It's easy to do. It's easy not to do. And you saying that, it's, that's it, you know? Yeah. If you're, wow. If, if you're not consistent, that's going to bring challenges to your business. If you are consistent, that's going to bring blessings and more money, you know, um, and just open up so many more doors right. to your business. Mm -hmm. Right. So. I, I want to get into this big, the F word. Um, something I talk about with my kids, um, you know, it's, you know, it's mo mostly with my daughter at this point because of what she's, um, wanting to do and it's failure so <clears throat> i like to tell my kids fa failure serves a greater purpose than success to me that's how i feel whatever you call failure but for them to start businesses in my home i tell them trust it trust whatever you want to do because i'd rather you fail here and lose nothing right than to go out there and fail, whatever that is, and lose your confidence and your creativity. Uh -huh. So if you do that here, we don't have to, we could just, we can all come around you. And of course, when you get older, it can happen too. But this is where, this is your lab. This is your tryout place. You know, uh -huh. what you need to do here. And if it yeah. doesn't work in this space, then we're going to figure it out as a family because we do talk too. Uh, you know, about, you know, what she has going on um, and how can we help you be better? And mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, okay, you need to step away from it. And sometimes it's okay. This is what we're going to, we may take her to the store and buy things to help her. Through. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what do you teach your entrepreneurs about failure? Um, that is necessary. Like we have to fail in order to, uh, to appreciate our accomplishments. Like it's necessary that we go through um, those moments where we feel like um, either we're not doing enough or this isn't working out for us. Um, my son, like I said, he, he had a Ken's super awesome brownies. Initially he had a brownie business. He was like, Oh mom, you know, you do treats already, you know, I think I really want to do lemonade, I make some amazing lemonade, and I'm like, okay, let's change it up then, you know, so he understood, and he realized that, yeah, this was kind of something my mom did anyway, I, if I wanted to do it, I could still help you, you know, with the brownies or whatever, if you got those orders, or if I wanted to make them, but I like lemonade, I like that, so I got him, I'm like, okay, Let's talk about the name. Let's talk about, you know, why you want to change that. And that was his reason why he was like, uh, you know, 
I'm ready to change it up. When kids see that it's time for a change or they want to change, it's our job as parents to be there for that, just like you just said, to be there for that transition. Okay, you want to change it up? That's fine with me. Um, so I do, I teach them that it is necessary. It's necessary to go through trials. That's how I made it. And my business, you know, even now, like going through trials, going through, hey, let's see if I'm going to change something, you know, now, what's the next business venture, uh, those things. So yeah, failure is necessary. Yeah. And a, I think like, I, I feel like we're kind of all in the same age range. I think I'm the, the mother hen <laughs> of the group, but I think we're around the same age. And I know for me, I've said this before, it was like failure was not an option. Um, you cannot fail. And if you mm -hmm. do, you get in serious trouble. And I know um, that really, that really froze me in so many ways. And that is something that I'm still um, working through. And so mm -hmm. for me as a mom, I'm always very uh, careful with, you know, my kids when they say they want to do something, because I think a lot of times I heard, well, you can't do that. And I've caught myself saying, you can't do that. And I was like, well, that, I mean, I don't know if you can do that. Let's try it and see. And so mm -hmm. I would imagine, you know, if my kids came to me uh, for, with business ideas, I would want to take the same approach that you take and, you know, talk through it and give them the space to create and really trust them. And, but, but most importantly, because I think like from my upbringing, fear would, would really just kind of sort of, you know, fill me and I'd be like, well, what if they fail? But just being okay and recognizing that, okay, and, and helping them see that it's okay to fail. That's a part yeah. of the process. And that's a beautiful part of the process because you learn in that in, in, in that experience and you just keep moving forward. So yeah, yeah. failure to some is a school to others, you know, yes. and um, a, a lot of people think about what they're going to lose. Mm before they yeah. think about what they're going to gain yeah and even right so again I talk about my daughter a lot because um she inspires me a lot you know she was like I'm very confident in my creativity and sometimes I think okay so we spent you know well it's her money she she earns it in ways until she gets to where you know as long as I see you're working on your your creativity I'll fund it until mm -hmm. you start making what you, you know, making what, and then you got to buy me an ice cream cone, you know? So that's how I, that's how I you know, tell her, but then we spent money in buying her sets and hot glue guns and this, and, you know, we're like on our 50th hot glue gun at this moment, <laughs> you know, I'm like, and if she says today, I, I want to go another way, you know, and your first thought is, uh-uh. I lost all this money supporting mm -hmm. you. No, she just learned something and you did too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what is but, it, you know? Yeah. So also though, it's an, you know, that she got something that she needed in that stage for the next stage, whatever that yes. be. Yeah. I so, call yeah. it satisfying a sweet tooth. That's what she mm -hmm. did. You mm -hmm. satisfied. Like <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> Wait a minute. We can put all these in your cake business. And she likes to make too. She likes to bake too. She says she wants to own a bakery, but we are we ain't doing nothing with, with, with food at this moment. But I can't bake a cake. Last cake I <laughs> baked, it was so heavy it bent the rack in the oven. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I oh don't no. bake cakes. I leave that yeah. to my my daughter does it well, her and her mm -hmm. dad. But I that I, I'm just really into supporting them at mm -hmm. this stage so that they know no matter how old you get if you come to us and this is what this is what you're saying you're going to do and, and and granted we're not talking about like me sometimes I could be a serial thinker and start 50 million things and that's oh one of the questions goodness. I wanted to ask you Candice about Let because you're such a, <laughs> a creative and I can feel it and you have multiple things how do you focus let me tell you my ancient <laughs> Chinese secret I got a virtual assistant. Ah, <laughs> I said that, Patricia. Remember? You did. You did. Oh, I, 
got a virtual assistant and I love her. I mean, she, uh, she is my best friend. Um, yeah, I can't do it without her because I have so many thoughts. Um, because I have so many witty inventions and ideas and thoughts. I tried to for a long time. Um, and I got into the point where I'm like, wait, I got even more stuff, but I ain't got this stuff under wraps yet let me let me go to somebody and so one of my friends was talking to me and um it's it's not cheap but I was willing to look into it and one of my friends she owns a loan signing company or whatever and she's just like me like we have a ton of things she got into loan signing um and she made uh twenty thousand dollars in her first month um and I was like oh man Okay, where do you go from there? And she's like, okay, I got so much I got to do. What am I going to do? And she has a friend who has a business who makes a ton of money. And she was like, oh, girl, you better get you a virtual assistant. You're going to kill yourself. So she went and got her virtual assistant first. And after a couple of months, she was like, okay, Candace, you need one of these people. And I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do because it's like $2,000 to start. It's like $1,400 to start the free trial or whatever. Um, it's not technically free. It's to start the trial period to see who you would work well with and, you know, and all of these things. And so I'm like, I don't have $1,400 to give to them people right now. I'm working on something I want to say. She said, okay, I'm throwing my kids uh, prom because a lot of the schools didn't have, um, a high, uh, high school prom she said I'll let you do all the treats I'll pay you two thousand dollars you can go get your virtual assistant and still have some money left make a profit or whatever you, I, and I was like say what that. <laughs> so, some bomb friends y'all I have some we about amazing... to be on this for another two hours <laughs> Listen, I love that I yeah. am into building communities like yes. why can't oh man i'm not gonna even go oh, that's there. A that is like a word. yeah what? that's like a whole nother episode. that's a that's, heart yeah. that's a heart thing for me yeah like, yeah okay we gotta keep going it, or that it, one, it's know. been hard for me to build that um she's always been around um but she she's always saw my uh ambitions but it's like now that she's doing it it's like uh-uh you gotta have your virtual there's no way you can and this trial period is like for three months so mm -hmm. that was what fourteen hundred dollars mm. thirty hours worth of work um that's my best friend my virtual wow. assistant is my best friend <laughs> yeah. because she she's getting me in order um the kids have, the girls have the business together. I have Poindexter Confections, the uh, nonprofit organization that um, in the process of starting uh, Cupcakes for Confidence is exactly what Patricia, what you said, encouraging, mm -hmm. um, it's encouraging single moms to start, uh, start their business and encouraging them to help their kids to be financially literate um, and start their businesses. So we got to, we have to set them up for success. Yes, I knew nothing. I was taught nothing about finances, credit, uh, saving. When I got it in my businesses, multiple businesses I had, I spent it immediately. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got money. Let's go out to eat. <laughs> oh, I got money. You know, let's do this. And so um, having people like that around you, she's like, oh, okay, you can do this job right here. That's enough to pay for that. And you make a profit. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, um, but yeah. I had to put all of those in perspective because I have the business. I have the nonprofit organization. My 16 year old, um, she's starting her uh, boutique. So I need to get that in order. My son wants to go to the next level with his lemonade and he wants to build on that. And I'm like, I can't do all of this and still yeah. make my orders for my case. It, right. It's impossible. Yeah. So we have You're gonna need a team. Have, yeah. You're going to need oh, yeah. a team, oh, not just a virtual assistant. It's coming. <laughs> Look. It is coming and you're in the spirit. Look, you in the spirit now, Patricia, because that's exactly what the Lord spoke to me, that he was building divine connections and he was sending a team of people, not just myself. Mm. I cannot do it on my own. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord is definitely sending a team. And I hadn't spoken to you about this, Patricia, but we're actually moving to Atlanta in October. Um, and yes, and he even wow. then, blow up. you going to blow up. <laughs> you are. You're going to just fly west. right on into and the I, sky. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Man, so I love oh, Candace. Man, I have chills just listening to this, and it's like the things that you learned. You're not holding on to it. You are reaching back. You've been doing yes. that, and then you are creating opportunities. You're you're making a space to create opportunities for other women um, to build their own business and also teach their children something. You know, mm-hmm. financial literacy is so important. And I think like one of the biggest things about being an entrepreneur is um, not to hold all that in and not to just be like, okay, yeah, well, keep giving me money. But, you know, to really show appreciation and value for the people that have helped you, how, you know, here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity. So if you want to do this too, I can show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I, that has been, um, that place that you mentioned, um, has been in my mind, not for us to move, but I already know there's going to be a headquarters over there, um, of some sort. Um, I saw that and, um, I have some, now you're, you're another connect that's going to be over there. And I have, <laughs> uh-huh. a, I have two others that's already there. And I, I, I know I had mentioned that to my husband. He was like, well, why are we going there? You know, wow. And yeah. I was like, this is what we're going to handle some business because you got the West coast and then you got the East coast. Yep. So Hello. To, you know, we need to be able to move in each, right. you know, in, in, in yeah. every way. I know I'm this, your, your interview, you're going to talk about yourself. Uh, please do because I love hearing your stories. You're an yeah. awesome storyteller. Yeah. I want to ask you one last question for me. Okay. And what is your greatest rising strength? I don't like to call them weaknesses because it can be a strength. What is it? And it doesn't have to pertain to anything like your businesses or anything. What is it? What is it when you sit down that you have to say to yourself, nope? This is not, no, we're go, this is what we're going to do. That's a great question. Nobody's ever asked me what my weakness is because they always focus on my strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it is a strength. It's just not as strong as the other. Strong one. as the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, well, that's probably leaving me speechless. I'm, I probably need to work on that one. Um, <laughs> And, and it's cool because we don't we you know we know it's there we know it exists yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah but it's something that we make better in ourselves every day and sometimes without yeah. acknowledging it I think yeah I think one of the the uh, rising strengths or you know minor weakness or the least strongest things is uh, areas of growth. Yeah. Yeah, the areas of growth. Yeah, would be definitely to to capitalize on um, what I do have and not focus on the fear of not raising my kids the way that I should. Mm -hmm. I think um, it's more of a fear than than anything that when I sit down, that's probably what I think about the most. Am I doing enough for them? Am I doing enough um, as a mother? Am I doing enough as a sister? Um, am I doing enough as a friend, you know, for the people that are around me? Um, that's always my question. So I don't know if it's a weakness or rising strength or rising, but knowing that I am enough for them and them having the responsibility to do the rest would probably be the thing that I think about the most. Am I doing mm-hmm. enough for them? Um, yeah. uh, wow. and, that's and lately powerful. that has yeah, lately that has focused on me, you know, am I doing enough for myself? You know, mm-hmm. I value vacations greatly. Me am too. I doing enough of that? <laughs> me too. Me three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody so, under, I tell my husband, I want to go to the mountains and get a cabin and it's snowing. He was like, why? We can't go outside. That's the point. <laughs> I mean, for me, I like a cozy spot in a book. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? So I mean that's vacation to me, and, and oh, and a and a hired chef. So yes. if anybody wants yes. to bless your girl, because <laughs> yeah. I like to cook, I like to cook, I like mm-hmm. to try. But well, vacation ain't vacation if I gotta go there and cook. 
Oh, no, no, you shouldn't have to cook on your vacation. So You're right. I, mean, I feel like we could be talking all day. And this is really oh, been, this has been um, an incredible conversation. I'm so glad that I was a part of it. I do want to ask you, you know, what would you tell um, our listeners? What advice would you give any of the moms that are listening that are, uh, you know, their parents, their, not their parents, their children have come to them and been like, I want to start a business you know, or um, maybe they are thinking, I want to, I want to create a business of my own. I want my kids to see the opportunity that comes with becoming an entrepreneur themselves. What advice would you give them if they're, they're thinking about this, but of course, you know, they're struggling with, I have a nine to five or whatever. And, you know, how can I leave that and do this? I definitely would not say quit your job immediately. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. You, If you heard the Lord, if you have a plan to go forth, then do it. Um, if you don't, but you want to have a strategy, start putting small things in place because a lot of times it. God deals with me in baby steps. He deals with me, you know, initially. I, had he told me to move straight to, to Austin, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, but he had me closer to home. I moved to Dallas first. You know, it is a process. Then I moved to Austin. And then, you know, I'm moving to Atlanta. You know, all of those things. Had he told me go to Atlanta first, I probably wouldn't be ready for Atlanta in the beginning. But there is a process in it. Even if we don't feel like we're moving, you know, we are making progress. And so I would say, take the steps to do it. Take, you know, write yourself out a plan. And if God decides to change your plan in the process, be okay with that. Be okay with, I thought I was coming here to work. I thought I was going to be stable. Those were the things that were running through my head um, when I got that job. And it was, I put in that two weeks notice. Those were the scariest two weeks because I was like, oh my goodness, I'm coming up on my last paycheck. And my mom would always say, you know, Babe, I got to have a paycheck coming in. I can't go into the unknown. But in actuality, a nine to five is an unknown because they can fire you at will. They can fire you whenever they want to and you could not have a check. You know, you got your last check coming. So God had to get me out of that. You know, I don't have a fear. I'm like, he's taking care. If he take care of the birds, he definitely gonna take care, you know, of me. So mm -hmm. definitely take the steps start small you don't have to go big oh i'm quitting my job and doing it start small start selling mm -hmm. say if it was case doing it on the side and building up your clientele and then moving it now if you got a word from the lord to go and do then you need to go ahead and do it or you'll reap mm -hmm. the consequences you know <laughs> like i did but yeah but start start somewhere that would be my um, that would be what I would tell. Start somewhere. Don't just keep yeah. talking about it. The um, most discouraging or, um, uh, yeah, most discouraging thing I could ever, ever do is sit in the presence of, you know, a woman continuously and they say, oh, I want to, oh, I want to. And it's like, well, why haven't you started on it? I don't understand. You need help with the process? Let's go and register first. Let's go. Like, I can give you the steps, mm -hmm. but if you don't take the steps, then what am I, who am I to say, you, you know, go mm -hmm. and do, that's all I can say. Yeah. I can't go and do it for you. I won't go and do it for you because at that point you're disturbing some other piece. <laughs> I would say you're not ready. You're just oh, not yeah. ready. You're definitely not ready. You have to take the, put your foot, foot forth and do those. And that's the same way with my kids. You ain't gonna have me spending all my money talking about no big <laughs> business ventures and you're not gonna do what you're supposed to do. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, that is, is so important. So what I think I hear you saying is um, create a plan and uh -huh. get started, start somewhere yes. and be okay with the process. And I remember when I was, when I, a million years ago, when I started acting, one of my acting coaches said, it's not about the first big gig. It's about the little steps in the process. And the audience can't see me, but he was like, and he actually took a piece of paper and he drew these little bitty lines and there were these little lines and they were so close together. And he said, you have to be okay with being in that process because in between the big projects that you get, like your big break, you're gonna be in that process. 
and you just have to be okay with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Uh, I listen to a lot of, um, uh, like Eric Thomas when I'm working out, Mm -hmm. I love his workout video. Uh, he has a workout album and then, Mm -hmm. um, my kids like to, to, uh, sing it too. Um, it came out about two or three years ago. I think I have to look um, that up. (laughs) He had, he had Inky Johnson on there and they're really good because you know, they're all in that same space. They're really good Mm -hmm. friends. And something I have to say to myself every day in building, I in building a multi-million dollar business is Boom. is that is to be committed to the journey and not the outcome. Yes, yes. that's exactly what you just said. Is just wow. to be committed to that journey because that journey is what creates the substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, if so you're just true. there and I got a million dollars, people is like, oh, she just got a million dollars. But yeah. I don't really, it's not so much as what people say. It's also you. Your journey is also your foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, do I want to get there quick and then it falls apart? Or do I want to get there, the, you know, the way that I'm supposed to go and have yeah. that support um, around me? Yeah. Um, you have just uh, preached a sermon today. My goodness. I feel like one of those people in the pew <laughs> who get up and throw their shoe at the pastor when he say something good. <laughs> You know, you know, just ah, you know, it's been so good. It's been very, very uh so I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm meeting you, Patricia. We're gonna have a talk. You kept my goodness all this time, and Uh, I live right here in Austin. uh, Come on now. I know you have some more time with her, but no, I mean, you know, I I feel like from the beginning to now, this point, you know. It has, I've, I've been left speechless a few times, you know, mm-hmm. from the very beginning when you talked about your mom, I mean, that left me speechless. I didn't even know. I think I'm still processing that. Um, but yeah, there just, just the richness in your story has just been such a gift for you to share. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I met you years ago and I feel like, and I say this a bit, quite a bit, but I just feel like I know you so much better now, just having had this conversation with you. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, if you, if I were to meet you, never met you before we got on an elevator together and we had 30 seconds, what would you say to me so that I can leave the conversation feeling like I know this girl? Oh my goodness, what would I say? <laughs> what would you say? I have so much to say, but um, 30 <laughs> seconds on an elevator um, and you want to get to know me, um, I would probably say something like, you know, hey, I'm Candace. How are you today? Like, how are you really? And allow you to speak about how you are, you know, what do you think you would want to do? Are you where you think you want to be um, in life and allow the person to expound on on that and them getting to talk to me would lead to a lot more than 30 seconds. They would want to, oh, let's have lunch. Let's do dinner. That (laughs) pushes people to say, hey, I got to get to know you. That's actually how I met my best friend. my best friend, she lives in California now, but she was in Dallas. When I was in Dallas, I prayed to the Lord, hey, God, um, I need some people around mm-hmm. me now. And um, one of the um, parents came to me. She said, hey, I know you don't know me. She said, but I feel led to um, invite you to my home. Um, and we're going to have prayer. And that's going to be me and a couple of other friends. And I went. And one of her friends is now my best is now my best friend and Mm -hmm. one of the things that she said was um when she left she was in the car she said lord i have to know that girl like Mm -hmm. i have to know her and so i always leave an impression just being authentic just being myself and asking people how are you really like are you really Mm -hmm. you know how are you really so that would be the question that i ask how are you really doing Mm -hmm. yeah you probably are like me when you meet people you have to put their name where you met them because you talk <laughs> to so many people. I met her in the corner of Sprouts up on the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Clearly, she is the the extrovert of the two of us. I'm an introvert. I'm like I can go to a party and talk to the people that I know and then leave. But I'm she know, will leave. We know everybody before I leave. Everybody, yes, getting to know everybody. That's, that's so what I, I love about her. 
<laughs> I secretly, I secretly know everybody. Like I am a true introvert. I don't deal with people. I am a true introvert. But because people come and pull on me and once I start talking I cannot stop and so they're like oh Candace you know everybody like how do you know her they'll see me at one place and they'll see me at another place and I'm like it's not me I I don't know people people (laughs) are drawn to you yes they are yeah it's true they are definitely drawn I tried to be ugly today and go to the (laughs) store and look somebody I know came up to me and I'm like you know <laughs> it's, oh my it's, goodness it's your charisma because I feel like everybody else I want to know her mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. it's just who you are yeah you know I'm an introvert in an extrovert lifetime that's what I say <laughs> because I really do like my alone time but I've noticed and we are ending this show because we have to yes not yeah. because we want to <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I have that same feeling of man. I wish she lived next door. She would never get rid of me. I'd be well, ordering a cake every day just to be right there. <laughs> Let me get one cupcake, Candy. Right. Can Monday. I just order one? I get a half a cup. Oh, yeah. right. Come back you for the rest. You know? <laughs> well, you know what? That's the beauty of living in a virtual world. So even though she's moving to Atlanta. Um, you guys can still keep in touch. And I love um, being a connector. Um, and I think like indirectly, I help connect people. And I love that. I'm happy to do that. You do. Uh, and you know, thank you so much, Candice, for being on our show. This has been a true, just amazing time. I'm so glad, like I said, to have been a part of this conversation. Uh, hey, guys, thank y'all so much for listening to our show today. If you like what you hear with the Black Mom Diaries, Feel free to like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Hey, that's a you song. Want- like, share. Yeah, that subscribe. you made up that song. Just- <laughs> I did. Oh, wait. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> if you and want write to a review. Us, and write a review. Yes, please write a review because we want to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with us on social media, uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Look us up, Black Mom Diaries. And if you want to email us because you have ideas. Um, you want to give us praises or you have some constructive criticism, we want to hear it all. Email us at blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. That's right. Well, we will see you guys next time. Make sure if this is your first time listening, we have part one of this audio. Um, mm-hmm. Go back and listen to that because you don't want to miss. So listen, these are great guests that we have on here mm-hmm. um, this season. And I don't know. We just keep getting better and better. It just keeps getting better and better, yes. Well, on that note, I am Latanya. And I am Patricia. And thank thank you you for listening. listening To the Black Black Mom Day. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for spending this episode with us. And if you like what you heard, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. And of course, be sure to join us on the next episode of the Black Mom Diaries. Mm-hmm.